In a world filled with shame Trying just to leave my fate alone Always thinking twice Always looking for thoughts Ain't afraid to pick up the phone
Party on the west side Showed up quarter after midnight Had like four too many butt lights God, I know just what it feels like When your knees, they be weak and you And you don't wanna speak and you And the days become weeks and the nights become life When you feel like you're dying But it's mid-July and you're cold Why can't I get over Trust me, I'm trying it I'm making these messes I'm tearing these dresses I'm slurring Thinking it's bad, love, tripping, I'm sleeping like I put some bad drugs down. 
me be Just let me be drunk in a bathtub No matter how fucked up I black out, I pass out Before I get in that black truck Let me be
shame. I'll oh. say war, you say it's a shame.
primitive man opening up for us tonight. <laughs> Welcome to 11 Mile Sessions Live. This is the Gothabilly Man, your friendly neighborhood beatnik. 
and I am filling in for Scott Boatwright today behind the scenes for this live studio edition with Joe Kidd and Sheila Burke. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. How about yourself? All right. Yeah. The warm-up sound really good, so uh, why don't we just go right into a tune, and then uh, we'll come back and talk after. All right. Um, we're going to start with a song that we, uh, we wrote for John Sinclair. We premiered it at his birthday party, and uh, it's called Liberation.
From the police and the diplomat Politician and aristocrat From the liar and the talking couple of days before we uh, uh, celebrated John Sinclair's 80th birthday and we we've always wanted to have something with a with a reggae uh, uh, atmosphere flavor to it and uh, it was difficult in a sense that to get it on an acoustic guitar but we listened to uh, some other reggae songs that did have the acoustic guitar in it, and it's not impossible. What we learned uh, a while back was that you don't need a Marshall stack <laughs> to, uh, to be a revolutionary artist and to let your music sound out to the people, and that's what we do. We are, uh, we're a voice of the of the oppressed, and that's what that song is about. Awesome. And uh, that's a brand new one, right? Yeah, all the songs that we're doing tonight, maybe except for one, uh, are new. They're all new. They'll be on our next CD. So this, and have you, have you done the recordings yet on these ones? This, you haven't done the studio yet. No, we have not. These are these have not seen the studio. And the CD that you gave me was that your previous CD that you already had you had released. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's called that's Everybody a, Has a Purpose. So and that's that's a full length of this twelve tracks. It is. Yeah. And that was Sheila's idea to name it. Everybody <laughs> has a purpose. So she's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. She is. That's right. And what do you have up for us next? 
We have a song that, uh, this one, all of our songs have a little story, like most songs do, I guess. This song, we wrote this uh, in the field, uh, the, in the battlefield of Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. We write a lot of our material on tour, really out of necessity, because we're gone a lot. We're very rarely uh, uh, do we, are we able to... Uh, to play in in our hometown, um, but this was in Gettysburg. We were doing something in Gettysburg, and uh, and we were quite moved by uh, just standing there. And they there were the people were telling stories about how during the battle in the Civil War that there were so many bullets in the air that the bullets were hitting other bullets and dropping to the ground. That's how thick the battlefield was with uh, fire. So, um, Wow, and those were muzzle loaders most of the time too. Yeah. So they were big balls. Yes, <laughs> yeah. and they're That's still funny. finding them. They're still finding them in that dirt. We didn't look for them, but we, uh, we, we were there next to one of the cannons and uh, it was uh, it was kind of fast, fast, fantastic and awful at the same time. Yeah, it really affected us a lot. Yeah. Okay. All right, and this thing is called uh, "Centuries of Blood." From the valley Where nothing can survive The sound of poor men dying And rich men terrified
Searching shadows through the flood The distance measured Not in miles, but in centuries You said you are touring a lot, but what is hometown for you? Well, Dearborn, actually, yeah. Right on. Like, you've always been in Dearborn? Well, you know, tell them where you started out. <laughs> I'm originally from eastern Kentucky, and um, now I live, like, uh, downriver, as we say, in our area, so... Um, and Joe had been in Dearborn for years and years, but when we met, he said, uh, you know, I kind of can hear that southern accent a little bit, uh, where are you from? So I told him, he said, I said, I'm from Kentucky. He said, oh, really? Uh, he said, my mother was born in Kentucky. I said, really? So was mine. <laughs> he said, my dad was born in West Virginia. I said, really? Well, mine was pretty close, very close to the border of Kentucky Just and West Virginia. So we had a lot in common right from the start, and I'd say that was probably about 10 years ago, and then we've uh, been working together ever since. And where was that? It was in, uh, I know it was in Ferndale. We met. First time we ever saw each other was in Ferndale. Is there a place called what, the New... New the New Way? New Way Lounge, is that Yeah, it? New Way Bar. New Way Bar? Maybe. Yeah, yeah then, uh, I think that's it. So yeah, right uh, yeah. So it was a year later, we, we just kept bumping into each other, and he says, why don't you join me? And we started working together then and haven't stopped. <laughs> right there in, uh, in the uh, cafeteria uh, where w, our lovely WHFR is, uh, right there at Henry Ford Community College. <laughs> yeah. And... Um, Right, that's where we knew you from before, with the live from mm -hmm. Studio J and the old uh, Motor Live Drive at Five show that I used to do with yeah. Scott and Margaret. And that was fun, a lot of fun back then. But it doesn't seem that long ago. So, Is there a theme to this uh, upcoming album, like the last one? Do you think there's going to be a, a, an overall thread? Well, I think the, the, the theme with all of, all of our music is uh, uh, the idea of, to, which is that, that song that we started out with, to liberate, to liberate through art and um, through, Sheila and I kind of have a, have a, have a double uh, career. We're also published poets and, uh, and uh, as well as songwriters. And we get a chance to be called to different places. So what we, I guess the, the idea of the next album, when it comes out, we're, we're not sure what it, how, what's going to be on it yet, but I'm sure it will continue what we, what we started uh, in, the, in the first one and just build upon that.
Sounds great. Yeah. All right. What's up next? This is a song that I wrote in honor of my brother. He was um, a Vietnam Vietnam veteran, and it's really to all veterans. Um, You know, when our guys came back from Vietnam, we didn't understand uh, very much about PTSD at that time, and we didn't really know how to support them as well as I would hope that we we can do better now. So this is a song about that. It's called Veterans Songs.
Yeah, that one was uh, pretty moving. Thank you. Definitely. Yeah. Just had, had a lot of different uh, mentors who were Vietnam vets. Yeah. And uh, there's always a bunch of different struggles that I've seen them go through. Uh, but they were very good teachers because they experienced so much mm -hmm. so deeply that they could share a lot and you could learn a lot from them. Mm-hmm. So the you said you're from Dearborn. How long have you always been in Dearborn? Nope, not always. <laughs> uh, actually, I was born in Detroit, and, uh, and like Sheila said, she was born in Pikeville, Kentucky. Now, when we met, I like to say it was kind of like the 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 meeting of uh, the Grand Ole Opry meets the Grandy Ballroom. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> right. that, that's kind of uh, <laughs> the show that we like to put on. Um, I went to high school in uh, Southern California and then moved back here with the family for a couple of years and then uh, took off and just uh, uh, hitchhiked around uh, for a couple of summers and did all that, got that out of there. and. Uh, had fun, and like you said, you learn from people that you come in contact with, and you uh, you become a, a fuller person, I think. And I think that's what drives our art is that we uh, uh, we have we're open to uh, so many different influences. We we play a lot of uh, we play spiritual shows, and uh, when I say spiritual, I mean. Uh, shows of, of people that are in a struggle or, or something of that nature. We've, uh, we, like for instance, powwows and all kinds of uh, a Buddhist temple. We played a couple Buddhist temples and things like that. We were actually uh, offered uh, a trip to Vietnam and we haven't gone yet, but they, uh, they told us that they would take us to Vietnam if we wanted to go, so why not? I yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. I think what he's trying to say is we do songs of peace and social justice, and that can actually look like a lot of different genres, so 
uh, one minute it might be bluegrass, the next minute um, rock and roll or country or, you know, soul or, um, well, folk, Americana. So we've been given a lot of different labels, and, uh, but, you know, that doesn't bother us at all. But we just kind of sing from our hearts, and all of these songs are originals that we've written, and it's just what came to us because of circumstances or people we know or things that we've learned about. So... Uh, we participate in a lot of charity events and fundraisers and um, political and social events, too. Just whatever we can to, you know, it may sound a little old-fashioned, but whatever we can do to try to improve, um, you know, make a positive difference in the world, um, do some things like that. Yeah, I guess it does sound a little old-fashioned, but hey, you know, <laughs> that's what we are and that's what we do. And, you know, we love it. We've been having a lot of fun on the road and at home. Um, so one weekend we might be at a poetry slam and, you know, doing some music and the next weekend we might be, um, uh, at a bluegrass festival. <laughs> we never know. We played at the Hartford Festival last, uh, was it last summer? Yeah, John Hartford Memorial Out in Indiana. Festival. We just had a ball with that. So we've, we've been doing a lot of different things and it, it keeps us on our toes, you know. We we love it. We're so actually we're we're so busy. It's, it's insane. <laughs> we're supposed to be retired, but we haven't slowed down yet. <laughs> I mean, we're right just, now we've got like speeches that are that need to be written, <laughs> and like half a dozen of them. And I'm going. I just told her this morning. Oh, I can't believe what I got left to do here. She says, "We'll just we'll just do one at a time. We'll go down to Royal Oak and we'll play a couple songs." And but you know what's most important is to keep it fun if it's not fun anymore then you know it starts turning like stress and that's like our old career path and all that we did all that we're happy and um, now we're doing this so that's what we like to do because that's our nature that's our nature and that's, that's our next yeah, yeah. song it's called the nature of man so it's a lot of good and bad things in there but when it's all said and done I think we'll come out all right, don't you? And I hope the world will come out all right, too. <laughs> Not just us. Well, all we can do is our part. You know, everybody does a little part, and it all adds up. Everybody has a purpose. Yeah. Sounds great. It's purposeful music, purposeful art, but also for entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we don't want to bore anybody. Let's hear it. <laughs> We're going to wake you up at this one, I promise. <laughs> all right, let's do it.
It's the nature of war. Think you want to shout? No years we've been working together professionally yeah like i said we were down there at the at the at the place in uh, ferndale and uh i had just finished my set and uh i was running around and uh i heard this sound coming off the stage and i go what in the world is that and it was sheila and i was just stunned (laughs) <laughs> and uh, I, I couldn't believe it. I was, uh, it changed my life. It changed my life completely when, when I heard that. She was just doing stuff. She was doing Appalachian uh, gospel, was it? Mm-hmm. And um, I hadn't heard anything like that since my mother. My mother was a good singer, but... Uh, I hadn't heard anything like that since my mother had passed away about five years before that. And it just, it, it made my liver quiver. <laughs> He's so you romantic, what happened, I'm telling uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you mentioned the Grandy. Did you go to the Grandy? Yeah, 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 I spent a lot of time down at the Grandy holding on to the stage right in front of Fred Sonic Smith. Because if you didn't hold on, you were going that way, you know. You had to grab on if you wanted to keep. We'd go down there early so that we could. I always wanted to stand right in front of Fred. And uh, and I did. And i just grab on, and then all of a sudden the crush would come in. But I'll tell you one thing. Uh, I've seen... 
I've seen more vans than I than I haven't seen actually, but the MC5 were uh, were were the most powerful thing I ever saw. You know, you you may not be aware of this, but um, Joe Kidd was inducted into the Michigan Rock and Roll Legends Hall of Fame in what year was that? 2016. 17. 17. Yeah, well, yeah. Anyway, so he's a he's a yeah true blue rock and roller, and uh, here I come along with <laughs> my pokey little uh, wonderful. His, Melodies. Historic. His, I like I like history and culture and. Uh, I love the Appalachian um, heritage, and but uh, again, taking a blend of the um, the Scots Irish music from the hills and um, uh, my Native American heritage, and so many others, and also some African American heritage. So when you put all that together and you grow up in music, now that's one thing Joe and I definitely have in common is we both grew up on music from the time we were babies right? forever yeah. so um i think his dad would put on uh the old lps of uh classical my dad liked and, the classical uh, music and the and the uh, soundtracks and the jazz, jazz, jazz. movie soundtracks <laughs> and um which are classical anyway that's what that's what the modern you all you might wonder where are all the composers these days? What happened? Well, where's our Beethovens and our Brahms and this and they're they're writing music for movies now. That's what it is. Uh, and don't don't forget the hillbilly Shakespeare. You know um, <laughs> Hank Williams. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I grew up on that and uh, just just a wonderful mix. And then when I I came to Michigan, probably let's say 1980, and then um, you know I I grew up. We didn't have a lot of money, and I didn't have lessons and all that, but my whole family sang. I'm one of eight children, and my dad was a minister, so we all, um, there was always music, and the whole family sang, and then different teachers would take me under their wing and, and help me out, and then when I came to Michigan, I did study um, for a while, and I really enjoyed that, so I get a kick out of it. I just, I love, I think... I'll just say one more thing that Joe and I, that one of the things that we have in common that's most important is that we love, um, we love people and we love music and we love the different cultures and languages and heritages and we love learning more about all of that. And we and love everybody that a lot of us love. That's basically what when it you, is. Well, when you put it all together, you know, we have a lot more in common than we you know, we have a lot more that brings us together than we do that divides us. And we have we have people, we have fans from every country uh, on earth, really. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, here's an example. I just had three poems uh, translated into Chinese, and they're they're being published tomorrow. And the people's daily uh, something or other, anyway. So that's kind of cool. So we John don't... Sinclair would love that. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, John. Hope you're watching. <laughs> also yeah, in he's Spain an old and Italy yeah. and all these other places, too. So we, we're just having fun with it. That's, that's one of the perks of, of uh, uh, being appointed the uh, Michigan uh, Beat Poet Laureate. Yeah. For 2022 20, and 24. So that's, that's awesome. That happened. We're yeah. surprised every day we don't, we just, we turn on the 
our email and all that. We don't, the next phone call, we don't know where it's going to come from, but we usually say yes. <laughs> Just, that's what I told Sheila so when I first adventures. met her. I said, listen, doesn't matter what they say, we're going to say yes. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it, we don't have to get paid a ton of money every time we come out. We get paid, sometimes we get paid a lot, sometimes a little. Sometimes nothing. It's that's not what that's not what drives our songwriting. We get paid enough, usually. Do you remember? Do you remember the Zone Cafe in Dearborn? We were doing three nights a week for beat poetry there. What? No, from, I, uh, why don't yeah, I? Wonder. From from basically '91 until '94. No, I wasn't in Dearborn. It's back when he had oh, a day okay. job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, you were in California? Then? No, no, not 91, but I wasn't in Dearborn. Oh, you were on the road. That. I got you. <laughs> when, uh, uh -oh. well, one of my mentors then was Russ Gibb. Oh, we love Uncle Russ. Are you kidding me? Yeah. We, um, it was one of the uh, first studios I built was for him for doing the back video. Did you go to school there? No, I didn't, but I, I built his studio and worked in, in the class. In the school? Yeah, yeah. You did? Oh, yeah, my totally. God. Uncle Russ was a treasure, wasn't he? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, but I mean, in Dearborn, we had like so much diversity going on then, mm -hmm. and everybody was playing. Mm -hmm. and, and you know, Sinclair came and read with us many times. There. We, I was in a band around that time. Around well, this was in the '80s, early uh, early '80s, uh, called the White Lines. And the White Lines were now we were the, we were there before the White Stripes. Let me put it this way: we didn't steal anything, and. Uh, we used to play down at Lily's and uh, all those Hamtramck bars, the Bowery. What was the other one? Paychecks. All those, uh, all those insane well, places. Now, Paychecks has become the sanctuary. So it's still a venue, but it's called the sanctuary. Really? We haven't been down there for quite a while. What is your next gig coming up? Are we going, well, we're going to Florida. We're going to St. Augustine, Augustine and then to, on to Jamaica. <laughs> We're going to play in Jamaica, yeah. Yeah, first time. Now, she's, Sheila has been to Jamaica, but we, I, we, I, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I have not. So we're going to, uh, that's going to be one of the uh, bucket list things for me. Going to leave some footprints there. Yep, and some musical notes. I'm going to take, I got a little guitar, a little Yamaha half you don't tune it to E, you tune it to A, that's how small it is, and you have to transpose all the chords. And uh, so we're taking that, just sort of carry it around. And, uh, we took it to Europe, we, we did a European tour uh, in 19, just before the pandemic. It, the pandemic kind of swept us out of Europe, actually. And uh, we did, we were in eight countries down there. I think this thing is falling. Oh, okay. We were in eight oh, countries right. down in Europe, uh, over in Europe, I should say. But anyway, and well, speaking maybe of you, get some steel drums down there. Then I think your music would definitely complement some steel I, drums. I, if we can find a nice place like this, we'll we'll make a record. We'll do that first one, that Liberation song down there. Boy, wouldn't that be something? Okay, um, well, why don't you do your teacher song? Let's do that. That's a funny, <laughs> funny little song. All right, tell a story real quick. 
This is uh, based on a true story. Um, but I'll tell you more about that another time. We're kind of running short right now. But it's called The, Ballax, the Ballad of Alex and Luli. So here we go. half of, <laughs> of our show. Well, we got to get down. Do we have time to get down to Memphis? I think we got time to get down to Memphis. All right. Like I said earlier, we write a lot of songs on the road. So we wrote this one. <laughs> in a hotel room down in Memphis when we visited the uh, Sun Studio. Yeah, that was fun. That was a good time. We'll talk about that on another show. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Memphis by midnight 
song and this song we wrote for what was it called that house greater alexander greater alexander and uh, uh his project down there to refurbish the the house in detroit and so we wanted what we did was we took 25 song titles 
that were uh, written by Detroit artists, and uh, we call this Gospel of the D. And uh, we took a little bit from Isley Brothers and some other other guys, and uh, goes like this. Oh, before we do this, we would say thank you to Alan for babysitting us through this thing. <laughs> thank you and, so much. Uh, it's been a blast, actually. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for coming in. I feel it's like been I've been to show. confession. <laughs> 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 so, uh, yeah, it was really great having you guys come in. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. And, uh, yeah, you sound fantastic. Thank you. And thank you to everybody for tuning in. We appreciate you. Thank you. Peace on earth. Yeah. All right, let's get a little gospel of the D going on here. Yeah, this is the this is the grandy half of the thing. <laughs> Sheila. Thank you. That's real good.
working with you. It's a pleasure. Thank you. We ought to do that more often. That's right. <laughs> now we got to bow to the audience. Thank you all.